And he goes a little something like this. I don't need anything. Hold on. Something's wrong. It's too early for this horseshit. Alright, let's try. No. We'll get it going. I got a guest in the house. I got Zach Weissman. He's in there fucking around in the other room. But, uh, I'm gonna get this thing to play if it takes all of me. So, let's see here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if somebody just fucking tore it out of the fucking... <laughs> Quit cursing. You know what? Never mind. I'm gonna play something else this morning. Play something cool. Wustein is out on assignment. He'll be back in in just a moment. I'm not sure where he is this morning, but I'm sure he'll come in with a full report. And, uh, you know. My man called me the other day because, uh, the fucking news kept telling her, like, basically, San Francisco's about to be eaten by fire. <laughs> no, it's not, ma. Everything will be cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking far away from any fire. Here we go. Yeah. 
Benjamin. You are groping down a dark alleyway in the French quarter of New Orleans, driven by terror, hounded by the curse of the Papaloi, a curse from which there is no escape. Escape, produced and directed by William N. Robeson, and carefully contrived to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. Tonight we escape into two worlds, one of modern jazz, the other of primitive voodoo, and to a doomed man who brought them together, as William Irish imagined it in his eerie story... Papa Benjamin. All his police department, 4th Precinct, Sergeant Tolliver speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, pick him up on a drunk 723. Right. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? Are you in charge here? Yeah. Hey, aren't you Eddie Block, the band leader? That's right. Hey, Joe, look who's here, Eddie Block. Well, never thought we'd get a visit from a big celebrity like you, Mr. Block. And at four o'clock in the morning... I suppose, though, this is just a shank of the evening for a big-shot orchestra leader. Well, what can we do for you, Mr. Block? I just killed a man. Uh, you're, you're kidding. I tell you, I've just killed a man. I guess you've been working too hard, Mr. Block. You, you're imagining things. Here, here's the gun. Look at it. Yeah. Sit down, Mr. Block. Better have a drink of water. You'll feel better. No, no, no. I'm all right. Sarge? Yeah? This gun's been used all right. Smell. Hmm. Was it an accident, Mr. Block? No. Well, who'd you use it on? Who was it? I don't know his name. They uh, call him Papa Benjamin. Sounds like yeah. a white man? No, he was a Negro. Oh, well, now, in New Orleans... Oh, we... no. No, no, it, it was nothing like that. Well, what was he doing to you? He was killing me. Huh? Killing you? Uh, but how? Look at me. I used to weigh 200 pounds. I'm down to 102. Well, how? How was he killing you? Would you believe in anything you can't see, can't hear, can't touch? Well... I've been to the biggest doctors in the world. They don't believe me. How can I expect you to? I simply say I'm cracked and let it go at that. I don't want to spend the rest of my life in an asylum. Ah, look, Mr. Block. You say he was a Negro named Papa Bench. Yeah, right? yeah, he was an old, old man. Eighty, maybe ninety. Skin and bones, he could hardly walk. And I shot him. You sure? You, you sure you killed him? Yeah, of course. Well, where? I don't know exactly. In a little back alley in the Vieux Carré. Near Congo Square. Ah, uh, supposing you take us there. Can you do that? Then maybe we'll find out this is just a bad dream. Mm -hmm. 
This is the alley. To the right, between the buildings. All right, let's go. You pack, Sarge? <laughs> you catch cold without it. Mm-hmm. Don't go back there, honey. Quiet, you. Oh, cops. <laughs> nice neighborhood. This is it. In that door and up the stairs. Well, come on. On. No, no. Don't make me go up there again, please. Better come, Mr. Block. You're showing us. Hey, flash your lights. There's somebody here on the stairs. Huh? Who's... Who's... Uh, he won't bother us. Dead drunk. Step over him and let's go. This ain't the most pleasant neighborhood to come calling in. This it? Yeah. In that door. Oh, come on. Better call a commissioner. Mr. Block wasn't kidding. This man stayed. But why? Why? Because he was killing me, Commissioner. It was self-defense. He never came near me once. I was the one who went to him. I offered him 3000 10000 any amount, and he refused. Finally, I offered him my gun and asked him to shoot me with it, to get it over with quickly, not to drag it out any longer. Then when he said no, you shot him. Yeah. So you can lock me up now. Mr. Block, do you think we want to hang a murder rap on you, one of the most popular celebrities in the United States? Use your head. Now, I'm trying to find an out for you. He was killing me. Look, an 80-year-old colored man who's so feeble he can't even go upstairs by himself, who has to have his food pull it up to him in a basket, is killing who? A stumble bum his own age? No. Mr. Eddie Block, the top band leader of America, who can name his own price anyway, who has about everything a man can want. Tell me just one thing, Mr. Block. How was he killing you? By thinking thought ways of death had reached me through the air. Now, Mr. Block... You, you want to hush the whole thing up, don't you? No. No, Mr. Block. But I'm going to get the whole story. So you might as well start telling me. From the beginning. All right. Began one night about two years ago. We were playing at Maxim's on Charles Street. We were just another band. Small Dixieland outfit then. Eddie Block and his chips. Judy Jarvis, my wife, did the vocals. But we weren't setting the world on fire. Business was so bad, I knew what to expect when I got a call from the manager one night after closing time. Come in. Oh, hi, Eddie. I, uh, thought we'd better have a little talk. Ah, it's, uh, that bad, huh? We took in 4500 this week. Yeah, I see. And, uh, you can cancel my contract any time it falls under 5000 I, uh, get it. Eddie, they can get the same liquor and sandwiches anywhere, but they'll go where the band has something. Tonight, there were more waiters in the place than customers. Judy didn't even get a hand. It's not her fault. I know I it's am. not her fault. She's okay, but... Well, I'm asking you, what's wrong? I, I don't know. I, I'm getting the latest arrangement sent to me from New York. We sweat our heads bald rehearsing. Well, this is New Orleans, practically the cradle of jazz. You gotta give them something new. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. When do I leave? Well, 
Finish the week up. See if you can do something about it by Monday. If not, I'll have to wear St. Louis to get Kruger's band. I'm sorry, Eddie. Oh, that's okay. You're not running a charity bazaar. But I didn't feel so cocky about it. It looked like we were on the skids. The band just didn't seem to have it. And I wasn't good enough to figure out why and pull them out of it. I was feeling pretty low when I went back to the deserted bandstand to pick up some music. The place was dark and empty, except for a couple of scrub women cleaning up. A dark nightclub can be an eerie place sometimes. I got that feeling just before I saw it. I saw it lying on the floor between the stands. It was a severed chicken claw with a red ribbon tied around it. I almost laughed. How did that thing get there? Then I picked it up and tossed it out of the floor where the scrub women were cleaning up. I certainly wasn't expecting the reaction I got. They took one look, turned, and ran out. I just recovered from that surprise and was bending down to pick up some music that had slipped to the floor when I heard someone come in. I guess I was pretty well hidden from view. Anyway, he didn't see me. It was Johnny Stats, my drummer, and he was acting funny, looking intently at the floor, searching for something. Suddenly, he spotted this chicken claw on the floor and grabbed it up with a terrific sigh of relief, stuffed it into his pocket and walked out. What I did then, I did on a strange impulse, and it changed the whole course of my life. I followed Johnny's stats. I suppose I just meant to catch up with him and have a cup of coffee with him somewhere and ask about the chicken claw. But as I followed him farther and farther down into the view carré, down to Congo Square, it was a growing curiosity that kept me on his trail. When he turned into that dark alleyway, I stopped and debated. I felt like an eavesdropper, and yet something drew me on. And I walked up that dark alley. I passed that one lighted window. Don't go no further, honey. But I went on. Through a sort of tunnel into another alleyway. And then I stopped. Ahead of me, Johnny Stat stood before a dark, dismal-looking old wreck of a building. Suddenly, he whistled quietly. A gigantic man appeared out of the shadows. Johnny handed him the chicken claw and was motioned into the building. And then I heard sounds coming from the upstairs of that building. A throbbing drum, a wailing, an unearthly sound, and yet wonderful. An exotic, fascinating rhythm. This was music. Something new, something sensational. Something that would set New Orleans on its ear and put Eddie Block in the big time. I had to get in there and hear it. I was mighty busy for the next five minutes. I ran back down the alley, overturning five or six garbage cans before I found what I needed. Then back to that lighted window in the alley and a five spot in exchange for a red ribbon. Then I was back at the dark building, walking up to that menacing shadow. Lila, let me see your face. Okay, okay. 
Easy, with that knife. My ribs are tender. Your face never been here before. My friend Johnny Stats up there. He'll tell you. Mr. Johnny, your friend? Yes, you'll come? This, uh, this chicken claw told me to come. Papa Benjamin sent you there? Certainly. You'll make me late. Papa Benjamin won't like that. All right, go along here. First thing you know, all New Orleans going to be coming around. I groped up the stairs, half expecting to feel his knife in my back. But I got to the top safely. Cautiously, I opened the door and slipped in. The room was full of people. They were in such a state of frenzy, I wasn't even noticed. I slipped into a corner and slid down by the wall, sitting on the floor. That was a sight I'll never forget. Wild, fantastic, hideous, revolting, fascinating. In the center of the room was an incredibly old man, naked to the waist, wearing a hideous mask and holding a live chicken. There were wild gestures, weird incantations, frantic dancing, shouting, rolling of eyes. There was blood. And always there was the chant. Nobody noticed me. After a moment, I took a piece of copy paper out of my pocket and began putting down the notes. It was wonderful. Fantastic and wonderful. In ten minutes, I had it. And I'd seen enough, enough for a lifetime of nightmares. I began to feel sick. I wanted to get out. I started to stand up. Suddenly, the room went dead. A stranger is here. His bony arm stretched out straight from the shoulder, pointing at me like an arrow. And there was blood on it. What you do here? I... Papa, I know this man. Let me find out. No one moved. There was no sound in the room as Johnny Stats came over and squatted beside me. You're in terrible trouble, Eddie. I don't know if I can get you out of it. What is this, Stats? What are you doing here? There's no time to talk now. You've got to do something quick or you'll be a dead man. Why? I'm in the very heart of New Orleans. They wouldn't dare. Listen, you've seen enough tonight. You know better. Eddie, there's only one way. What? Join. Become one of us. No, no. It's the only way, Eddie. I can't save you. You'd better hurry up because unless you do, you'll never get out of here alive. You know what this is, don't you? This is voodoo. Okay, sure, I'll join up. Why not? Uh, wait a minute, Eddie. There's a lot more to it than you think. Unless you're serious, it'd be better to get cut to pieces right now. All right, don't worry. I'm serious. All right. Hopaloy. His spirit wishes to join our spirits. The old man burned some feathers while the others watched silently. Then he nodded. It came out all right. He reads them. The spirits are willing. There were other things, rituals, ceremonies, another sacrifice. Then as the chanting started again, they brought me the sacrificial bowl. I didn't have to be told what was in it. I started to draw back. Drake, Eddie, Drake, or they'll kill you on the spot. Late next morning, the band assembled at Maxim's for a rehearsal. When Johnny Stats got there, he found another drummer sitting in his place. Naturally, he came to me. What's all this about, Eddie? I don't want any voodoo lover in my band. That's all, Stats. Here's a check for two weeks' salary. So you're crossing them, are you? 
Boy, I wouldn't want to be in your shoes for all the gold in Port Knox. If you mean that uh, bad dream last night, I haven't told anybody and I won't. I'd be laughed at. I'm only remembering what I can use of it. The jungle is just trees to me. The Congo a river. And the nighttime is just a time for electric lights. Yeah, but this new number you're going to rehearse this morning. I said I'd remember what I can use. Listen, Eddie, that chant is sacred. It's secret. It was secret. Eddie, don't do it. Look, here's a couple of C-notes. Hand them these. That ought to pay up my dues from now to doomsday. And I don't want a receipt. And if they try putting poison in my orange juice, they'll end up in a chain gang. It's not that easy, Eddie. You're one of us now. Oh, get out. Uh, Okay. Goodbye, dead men. Graham, the manager of the club, changed his mind about canceling our contract when he heard us rehearse the chant. Instead, he spent five G's in publicity. And Saturday night was set for the big unveiling. It seemed like all New Orleans tried to jam into Maxim's, came to hear the voodoo chant, the real thing. Just before we were ready to hit it, Judy came up to me. Eddie, listen, let's not do it. Oh, what do you mean, baby, not do it? This is it. This is our ticket to the big time. It'll be a sensation. Yeah, I know, but I I got a funny feeling. And look, I found this under your dressing room door just now. It sounds like a warning. Somebody doesn't want you to play that number. Let me see. You can summon the spirits, but can you dismiss them again? Think well. <laughs> Forget it, baby. Stats is trying to scare me because I fired him. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, come on, honey, let's go. They're with you. Takes great pleasure in bringing you a historic moment in musical history. You're about to hear for the first time anywhere the voodoo chant, the age-old ceremonial rhythm no one but the initiated has ever heard before. This is the real thing, an accurate transcription, not a note's been changed. So, ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Block and his chips present for the first time anywhere the voodoo chant. Once a night, that'd pack him in. After it was over, I went back to our dressing room. Judy got there before me. She was reading a newspaper somebody had brought in. Eddie, listen. Oh, baby, you were wonderful, and we wowed him. We're in the money yeah, now. Yeah, Eddie, but... Oh, uh... boy, am I tired. I feel more tired than I've ever felt in my life. Nervous strain, I guess, huh? Let down. Eddie, look here in the paper. Oh, who cares about the paper now? Eddie, it's Johnny Stats. Huh? He's dead. He drowned himself in Lake Porsche train this afternoon. He... This afternoon? Then that note, it wasn't Johnny. Oh, well, look, Eddie, you can't blame yourself. Me? Oh, no, 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 no. No, of course not, but I think I know who to blame. What do you mean? Nothing, nothing. 
Eddie, why don't you lie down and rest for a few minutes? You look worn out. Yeah, I am. I, uh, I feel dead. Here, let me take off your coat. Oh, be careful. What's the matter? I don't know. Funny thing, while I was waving the baton on the chant, I, I felt something, a sharp pain there in my back, like a pin or something stuck in me. Well, I don't feel anything there now. Maybe it slipped down. I don't know. Couldn't have been much. There. Now, you just lie down. You'll feel better in a few minutes. You've been working too hard. You should relax now. Maybe take a few days off. Hey, Eddie, look here. Where did this come from? What? It's a little doll. It was lying on the dressing table. Why, Eddie, it looks just like you. Let me see. That's funny. Look, there in the back. There's a little pin sticking in the back. Yes. That's right where I felt the pain. That started it. The next day, I had a backache. Later, there was a numbness that spread to my shoulders, arms, legs. I felt tired all the time, listless, dead. I began to lose weight. I couldn't get Johnny's stats out of my mind. He'd introduced me to them, vouched for me, and he'd committed suicide. He knew he hadn't waited. I decided to get out of New Orleans. I went to New York, playing the chant, of course. I had to. It was my biggest asset now. But nothing changed. I was losing weight from a husky 200 down to 160. I couldn't sleep. Maybe if I put an ocean between. I took an offer in London, toured the continent, away a year. I was an international hit now, the biggest attraction in music. But I was down to 110, dying on my feet. The doctors couldn't figure it out. Reynolds in London told me. You're as normal, Mr. Block, as anyone I ever examined. You're so well-balanced that you haven't even got that extra little touch of imagination most actors and musicians have. I guess that's true, Doctor. I'm just mediocre. And yet, you might say, my success is killing me. And so... After two years, I finally realized it was no use. I came back. Back to New Orleans. Back to the dark alleyway down near Congo Square. I could just barely drag myself along. But I had to see Papa Benjamin. I slowly climbed the stairs. Up to that loathsome door. I went in. There he was. Papa Benjamin. Staring at me from the bed as if he'd been expecting me. And then he started to laugh. <laughs> Take that curse off me. Give me my life. I'll do anything, anything you say. What being done cannot be undone. You think spirits of earth... Air, fire, water. Know what forgiveness means. Intercede for me, then. You brought it about. Here's money. I'll give you twice as much. All I earn. All I ever hope to earn. You have fouled the Obaya. Death has been on you from that night. All over the world, in the air above, you have mocked spirit with the chant that summons him. And please, please, here's a gun. 
Kill me now and be done with it. I can't stand anymore. All you have to do is shoot. I'll write a note, sign it, that I did it myself. Death will come, but different. Slow. Oh, slow. Oh, no, no, no. I can't stand it. I won't. I won't. Maybe if I kill you. Maybe then the spell will be broken. Oh. No! Yeah, that's... No, no, I'll kill you! No, no, no. And that's all, Commissioner. Then I came here. To the police station. You know the rest. Well? All right, Mr. Block. Don't believe me, do you? Yes, I believe you. Not about the curse, of course. That was your own mind. They planted the suggestion in your mind you did the rest. But it's plain that you killed in self-defense. Crazy kind of self-defense, but I think we can manage it. We'll try. The commissioner managed it all right. How is almost a story in itself. How a detective with a moulage false face posed as Papa Benjamin and called the voodoo clan together and into a trap. How they collected the evidence that proved my story. And how they sent most of that voodoo bunch to jail. My name wasn't even connected with the case. So now I'm free. I'm living again. I've gained weight. The tiredness and the numbness is gone. I took a nice vacation. I went to Bermuda, relaxed, and had fun. Now I'm back in New Orleans at Maxim's, and the whole thing is forgotten. We're opening tonight, and the place is packed. Everybody's come to hear the chant. Eddie Block and the chant. We're on our way now. Nothing can stop us. And now, ladies and gentlemen... We welcome back on his triumphal return, Eddie Block and his chips playing for you the one and only Voodoo Chant. Look at them, Judy. They're eating it up, aren't they? Yeah. What's the matter? I was hoping I'd never hear this thing again. What do you mean? It's your trademark, yours and Eddie's. I tried to persuade him not to do it, and he wouldn't listen. Why? You aren't imagining all that voodoo stuff. I don't know. It was all in his mind, and it nearly killed him. I don't think you can put it out of your mind. It gets so easy. When Eddie plays it again... Oh, nonsense. Hey, wait a minute. Look at Eddie. There's something wrong. What? Oh, he's staggering. He... Eddie! 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 Judy, now wait. Here, let me pick him up. He's probably just fainted from the excitement. No! No, leave him alone. He's dead. <laughs> I guess Papa Benjamin won after all.
Escape is produced and directed by William N. Robeson. And tonight brought you Papa Benjamin by William Irish. Adapted for radio by John Dunkel with Frank Lovejoy as Eddie Block, Louis Van Ruten as Papa Benjamin, Harry Bartell as the police commissioner, and Joan Banks as Judy. Music was conceived and conducted by Cy Fuhr. Next week... You are speeding through the night on the Istanbul Express. You're alone and unarmed. And suddenly you realize that your life is in danger. That somewhere on the train are deadly killers from whom you must escape. Next week, we escape with Harold Lamb's exciting adventure story, Three Good Witnesses. Good night, then, until the same time next week, when again we offer you Escape. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. What the hell is going on? We got Wu Stein in the house. We can turn all this off. Oh, this sounds like the beginning of like David Attenborough's. Uh... Oh Jesus! Here we go with the fucking monkeys. You know, it sounds like the beginning of like some uh... nature documentary. Yeah. Or or like uh, what? Two thousand one Space Odyssey. Yeah. Speaking of a Space Odyssey. Speaking of, so you were saying talking about the other day about hermaphrodites. Yeah. I haven't heard that term since the like the 80s and I was th- I thought like well, the what 80s the- Yeah, when's the last time you've heard anybody brought up the fucking term hermaphrodite? Sometime in the 90s. Okay, okay. Early okay. Aughts, so some early, early 90s, early aughts? I don't know. Early I mean, aughts? I, 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 I kind of knew, knew about I mean, we were talking about this. I, I was into Greek mythology back in the day, so and I kind of knew that, you know, there are people who I mean, I just you just kind of learn. I knew about them from porno mags and comedians. I, I didn't really learn them from porno mags. I learned them from like nature documentaries. Okay. So yeah. Well, you know. I learned. We see we, we 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 see our first breasts somehow. Yeah, we all we all do. Whether it's is on that, the porno mag or the, National is Geographic, that part of the, uh, the new or, pledge of allegiance. <laughs> I'll stand for that. We all I'll learn our breasts. I'll take a knee for somehow. that somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your whole thing with hermaphrodites? I was just like wondering about like where their lobby is in Washington. You know what I mean? Like all I know is like the gay fucking shit went through Congress, Talking went through everything We're so about the fast. Lobby. Yeah, like it went through everything so fast, and everybody's like, "Yes, now gay shit's legal." Boom, boom, get it done and get it fucking twisted. This is the new civil rights for this year. And it was like, whoa, okay. But what about the hermaphrodites, right? Like, all of a sudden, like, because for most of my life, you were not able to get surgery to become a hermaphrodite. Whereas, like, these nice people were just born that way. Like, being born, like, American Indian or fucking black or being born Chinese or being born fucking whatever. 
and like are these dudes at the top of the pile or at the, at the bottom of the pile like all i was thinking of like when i was growing up was like like the poor fucking like window of like love opportunities that these poor bastards had to go through had to just be so narrow compared to like other people's like hey i'm a white i'm a blonde white chick you got the biggest window of like fuckable opportunities available to humanity probably sure and then like the window shrinks from there and the poor like brown haired fucking like hermaphrodite dude chick brown with like just with the curly haired and just kind of sad what are you wait what are you visualizing as this as a (laughs) kind of an italian jew (laughs) what (laughs) what like something that really like fucked off new york's fucking you know sacrosanct catholics and jewish can't fuck I and they and confusing. they went and did the business, and then you know what they had? I think a you, fucking hermaphrodite. I think you're confusing <laughs> hermaphrodites and intersex. I think you're confusing that with people with certain people who no, ran I'm rather effeminate, about it, like or I'm the about castratos like of what of Victorian like breasts and a penis. Of, of, like like a like okay. a hermaphrodite, okay, like so the ones I used to see in the fucking hustler books. I never saw those. Yeah, see, that's what I'm trying to tell you right now. I'm, so- I'm sorry I, I you the saw those. There were fucking magazines in the woods, man. Because like I would get magazines like that. Like you don't seem to understand that. Like in the '90s, there was fucking ten dollar, four dollar stack mags of fucking porno books with the top and the bottom stack looking like top is like hustler, bottoms like swank. And you're like, all right, well in the middle. We just gonna gamble, right? And you'll end up with fucking preggers, preggers monthly. You'll have fucking with like a suitcase full of like hundreds, yeah, stump, and it's like love, they're just on the top of the stump, hundred dollar bills, girls. and it's all fake and all like monopoly yeah. money in the middle. Yeah, stumply monthly and shit, right? You but got, how much did you pay for those anyway? Ten dollars for the well, stack. That's it. So that's getting, right. that's yeah. what I said. You, you can't get mad. You can't but get one mad. of them and you got like, you got like that ten of them. You got like ten of them and black and white. The black and white Polaroids taken on the fucking bed of the hermaphrodite chick, girl love, man love, right. girl love. It's <clears> fucked <throat> up. It's fucking wild. And I was just wondering, like, like uh, in my head, and I could be completely wrong, obviously. The window Disclaimer. for, like, the people that, like, is going to fall in love with you, for you, all of you. There's got to be a fucking narrow Alcatraz-style window. Just thin window. But, like, now... Shit, son. But now, since, like, the surgeries and shit, that fucking window must have opened up fucking bigger, right? I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if people now have the option to want to live in that lifestyle, as opposed to just having to be fucking born in it, which, by the way... There's an interesting book on One that. says you should be happy with what you got, but if you're fucking bummed out because you're like an oddball of, like, you know, an oddball in humanity's fucking numbers, you'd just be like, well, what the fuck? Am well, I, it's got to be tough, man. Well, I, I, it's tough for a lot of people, man. Tough for people who, who, are, who are heterosexual or homosexual. Any, any, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, but man, the fuck that. The, the, the <laughs> I think I think you're confused. I think I think you're kind of making it 
Uh, How do you find out who you can fuck if you have a I dick think and you a make pussy a choice. and like tits? I think. How do you like even approach that shit? Uh, I, I I don't know. Why don't we ask uh, an intersex or? That's what I'm looking for. That's what we'll do. That we should find. No, I no, no, hate no, no. that fucking term, intersex. That sounds like some shit you'd put on your taxes. The Intersex Society of North America. On the word hermaphrodite, this is what the uh, ISNA says. Okay. The word hermaphrodite is a stigmatizing and misleading word. It's a Greek god. Hermaphroditus, yes. In case people didn't know, the term hermaphrodite comes from the, uh, the god Hermaphroditus, the offspring of Hermes and Aphrodite. Apparently, <clears throat> when Hermes and Aphrodite got it on, uh, they made a kid that had both. Yeah. I mean, that must I like the term, but, you know, I'm, I'm not of the term. But once again, like I said before. Well, the reason why they say no stigmatizing and misleading. American in the 90s. <clears throat> the reason why is they, they, they believe that it's, um, it goes back to the sense of that uh, there's a difference between sex and gender and that there is supposed to be there is this uh patriarchal uh based on victorianism victorian era this patriarchal uh, idea of uh of what they were saying the gonads of the seat of true sex and so they basically kind of said um oh because it leans fucking man it's horseshit is that what they're basically saying well, there are some who have like I guess the idea is that there are some who have their have their balls like more for more outward and some that are more inward, so you yeah, can't really tell. No, there's both so there's ways. like male pseudo hermaphrodite, female pseudo. So so they're just saying, oh, you need to be more specific about it. I don't know. I'm Here's the thing. Here's I've the thing. Seen, I think what you were saying is that I've seen f- fucking plenty of photographs. Okay, so you saw you saw intersex. Both ways. Yes. Okay. Men and with pussies and your opinion and your opinion is. I wouldn't fuck it, but okay. You know, but you know who knows, right? It's a big world, right? Takes a lot. Ladies of and days. gentlemen. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be weird. You know, it'd be a story. Right? It's not my cup of tea. Yeah, no. But as a but story. But it, it, it's, it, it's, you know, there's a fetish for everything. Not a fetish. Weird. Not a fetish. No. There's a, um, what? Well, no, I mean, it is a fetish. It's not a fetish of Well, mine. fetish for me. That's all I'm. Because <laughs> I'm not intersex, so it's kind of like, I, I suppose. I that fucking term. Stop saying Hermaphrodite. I don't even know what you would. Yeah, it's you hermaphrodite. But you can't say it's transsexual. Intersex. Can you say trans? Some tax form. So transsexual is what? What is? What transsexual. Is it? The, what's the difference? Wait, what? I don't fucking know. Ask them. <laughs> Black. What's the difference between light skin, dark skin? I don't know. I'm Asian, Your so parents. I mean that question is just kind of like exactly. What know. makes you more Asian? Right. Your mother. Your father. Right? Nothing. None of it makes sense. Okay, we'll skip. Let's just let's just like move digress toward. Wait, what? What? I forgot even what I was gonna be talking about after this whole freaking thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, how about this? Um, Dang it, man! Andale, andale, ia, ia. Uh oh. What happened? Somebody's in the news, Nelly. <laughs> what happened? What happened with Nelly? He he got convicted on rape charges. Rape, he rape got arrested charge? on rape. Dude. Andale, andale, ia, ia. 
Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, I th- wait! You're the one we talking about Nelly and Re- I, wait. I thought like you were talking, you'd be saying something about Harvey Weinstein and stuff. I did that uh, on Friday on stage. Got a couple of jokes. Oh, uh, right, there. okay. But I will talk about him. Yeah, you know what's funny about him? <laughs> Damn it! How did I know about that shit in the '90s back in Kalamazoo, Michigan? <laughs> Your reputation shouldn't be that fucking strong, guy. But now, that's just how you know somebody's not funny anymore, or not rich enough anymore, is when they fall for that shit all of a sudden. That's how Nelly is down, that's how Cosby fell down, that's how this dude fell down, that's how fucking Jim Carrey fell down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, I knew he was weird in the 90s when people said on set that he was acting like fucking the guy in the movie and you're like that's fucked up and then is what his ex-wife killed herself yeah that's fucking weird all right what are you talking about jim carrey yeah oh just talking about people in the 90s that you know like the new 90s shit is like our nostalgia is like this weird spate of rapists and like dude hollywood is just hollywood's been like that for decades yeah for decades ever It's yeah. been like that. Go look in the 20s. Oh, Robert, Go look in the whoa, fucking Robert teens. Wagner? What about him? Oh, what about Robert? Uh, not the, Robert Wagner. Was talk, it Robert Wagner? What was the guy who You're talking him? about uh, Bullet. Not Bullet. Yeah, no. Bullet. No. You're talking about uh, Fuck. Not Robert Wagner. You're talking, Robert Stack is here. No, not Robert no. Stack. You're talking about. Oh, God. Robert Wagner. What about him? He's not weird. The whole thing dealing with the death of his wife, Natalie Wood? Oh, that was his wife. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Robert Wagner was married to Natalie Wood. I forgot. That's weird. Yeah. 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 Speaking of which, okay, so... What about Roman Polanski with the weirdness? Got fucking Charles Manson involved in his life. Polanski, Harvey Weinstein, dude. Like here's the thing. Hey, go watch me shower. You uh, know what I did? I uh, read this shit on a live on stage on Friday. I'll read it again because it's so fucked up. His goddamn statement is. <laughs> have you have you read his statement? Who's no <laughs> Harvey Weinstein's? His shit is so fucking bananas. It doesn't make any sense. You start looking at it and you're like, what? Okay. Alright, let's go find old Harvey. Harvey Weinstein, you're so fucking gross. Harvey Weinstein. Learn about the stuff. Boop, boop. There it is. Statement from Harvey Weinstein from the New York Times, ladies and gentlemen. I love that I'm filling the air here. What is the statement on behalf of Mr. Harvey Weinstein? What's his statement? Well, well you were going to say it. I'm going to read it right now. Okay, here you go. I'm going to read the whole fucking thing this time. Instead of, just like, last time I just read, like, the, uh, the fucking last little paragraph. But here's the whole thing. Because it's so weird. And since we have, uh, this platform on mutinyradio.fm, here we go. I came of age in the 60s and 70s when all the rules about behavior in workplaces were different. That was the culture then. Paragraph two. 
Wait, that was the that was that was the first paragraph. Yeah, paragraph two. Mm. I've since learned it's not an excuse in the office, space, or out of it to anyone. Paragraph three. Wait, wait. Are you uh, are you just adding the um, the no. tone, the extra tone? I'm just reading it. The the heavy, angry tone. Apparently. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll read it straight. I realized some time ago that I needed to be a better person, and my interactions with the people I work with have changed. Is that I was better? wondering if you were angry or Harvey Weinstein was angry. Harvey's fucking mad, dog. He had to write this shit. Oh, paragraph oh, three. He's angry now. Paragraph four. He didn't have to write it, dude. He has lawyers right. I appreciate the way I behaved with colleagues in the past. It has caused a lot of pain, and I sincerely apologize for it. Paragraph five. Wait, 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 wait. Say that last sentence again. That we're like. I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain, and I appreciate and I sincerely apologize for it. I will say I will actually make a sound that one of my former students would do that her mother would do, whenever you would hear something like that. How's that go? Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, here you go. This is the penultimate. This is the penultimate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pen <laughs> Though I'm trying to do better, I know I have a long way to go. That is my commitment. Mm-hmm. My journey now will be to learn about myself and conquer my demons. Over the last year, I've asked Lisa Bloom to tutor, to tutor me, and she's put together a team of people. I brought a, I brought uh, on therapists, and I plan to take a leave of absence from my company, and to deal with this issue head on. I so respect all women and regret what happened. Wait, did he say I so respect? I so, so respect all women. I so, I've never actually heard that in a press release, like that particular like use of words. I so respect women. All women and I regret, so respect all women and regret what happened. I hope that my actions speak louder than words, and that one day <laughs> we will all be able to earn their trust and sit down together with Lisa to learn more. Who's Lisa Bloom? Lisa Bloom. Who's Lisa Bloom? He's asked Lisa Bloom to tutor him. Who's Lisa Bloom? I don't know. You gotta ask this motherfucker, man. <laughs> I don't know no goddamn Lisa Bloom. Well, look up Lisa Bloom. Who look, the hell is look Lisa Bloom? Well, I don't look know because apparently man. she's important look to this whole process. She's apparently important to this whole process. Okay. Well, this, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna finish this goddamn There's more paragraph. to this damn thing? Okay, go ahead. Jay-Z wrote in four minutes and 44 seconds. I'm not me. I want a second chance in the I'm community. Could you say that but again? But I know I got. Did he just say it. that I am not me? Jay Z wrote in four minutes and forty-four seconds, "I'm not me. I want a second chance in the community, but I know I've wor- I got work to do to earn it." Wait, th- I that, got wait. goals that are not priorities. Trust you, me. Uh, you, this is an overnight process. I've been trying to do this for 10 years. And this wake-up call. Wait, are you still... Are you I still cannot cold? be more remorseful about the people I hurt. And I plan to do right by all of them. Okay, hold on. That's the Weinstein thing? Did he quote... Did he just... Did you quote... I don't know where it stops. He don't stop it. Wait, did he quote Jay-Z? 
what? quoted four minutes and 44 seconds by Jay-Z, yes, sir. What, Harvey Weinstein quoted a song. F- uh, Jay-Z, wait, what? This is in his resignation letter, bruh. He I'm quoted, trying to, I'm, man, hey, I'm trying he to resign around the, here, bruh. No, I'm just saying he quoted Jay-Z in his resignation letter. Who's Lisa Bloom? Lisa Bloom is an American. <laughs> Lisa Bloom is an American civil rights attorney known for representing women whose sexual harassment claims precipitated the firing of Bill O'Reilly <laughs> from Fox News. He is working with basically um, um, what he would obviously okay to weaponize to somebody, left wing to somebody to somebody like Lisa Bloom. Harvey Weinstein is um, Rose. Rotisserie. Hey, which, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, now can I, I finish this fucking letter now? Wait, no, because you said that way. Is there I more than dribble? I said that was the penultimate, and now this is the ultimate line. This is you the end. Gotta, why are you? There's one more letter. paragraph, and this is the one I read on stage because it doesn't make any sense. I'm Wait, gonna I, need a place to channel that anger. We are recording this, right? Yeah. Okay. Wait, wait, so who's... see those green bars yeah, bouncing? Yeah. Wait, I'm just saying I'm no I'm 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 uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just shocked that he be quoting Jay Z. Of course you should be. But here's his last sentence, okay? This is this is his last fucking paragraph on this matter, dog. I'm going to need a place to channel that anger. So I've decided that I'm going to give the NRA my full attention. The what? Are you bullshitting? This is from your. This is from. This is from your stand-up routine. No, no. This is from his letter. This is the Wait, what is I you? told you. I read on stage because this is the last line of his letter. I am going to need a place to channel that anger, so I've decided that I'm going to give the NRA my full attention. What? I hope Wayne Lapierre will enjoy his retirement party. I'm going to I'm going to do it at the same place I had my bar mitzvah. I'm making a movie about our president. Perhaps we can make it a joint retirement party. One year ago, I began organizing a five million dollar foundation to give scholarships to women directors at USC. While this might seem coincidental, it has been in the works for a year. It will be named after my mom, and I won't disappoint her. And I'm out. <laughs> Not the weirdest shit. Oh, yeah, you found it, huh? You don't believe me. I told you that's exactly what he said. He, Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> it makes more sense when you hear it than when you fucking read it. Reading it makes no sense. It looks like gobbledygook. But once you actually read it out loud, I... I no, no, this out. makes sense. This makes sense when you're, like, hyped up on coke. And just, For like, sure. this is something that you would write if you're hyped up on coke. <laughs> I would not know of such things. <laughs> because I don't write anything when I'm on coke. I'm just saying. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 but... I love that weird... Because here's the thing. You would shit. not... You would... Okay, the only... You would... <laughs> If you were the most powerful Jew in Hollywood, Which he was of all while. things, and you were like left wing of left wing, of all the thing, of all the two people, you would act with well, three people. The th- 
the you three people, saying. the three people he would actually name out of a hat in this letter. Lisa Bloom, who is the who is a civil rights attorney who specializes in sexual harassment claims. Okay, the so second would be Jay Z. And it. third would be Wayne LaPierre, the president of the NRA. Knocked him. Yeah. Well, you, you, but you see what he's saying in the third one. He's like, I'm going to flame these motherfuckers, is really what he's saying. When I first read it, it made it, it I almost thought like he was going to join the NRA. I'm going to need a place but no, to channel he's gonna, that like, anger. He's going to like try to take down the NRA with his weird. Wait, what do you mean? What is he, what is he saying for the last 10 That's years? That's what he's saying. Well, last 10, 10, 10 years since, wait. No, he's been doing this for a lot longer than that, man. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's just trying to be um, um, humble. <laughs> wait, wait. Do you, you don't, you don't capitalize bar mitzvah, do you? No, I don't know. I'm not Jewish. Oh, Jay-Z is a, there's a hyphen in Jay-Z, isn't there? Well, I don't know. I think mine has a dash in it. Your wait, so he sent dad. this letter? Yeah. To the New York Times. Yeah. Yeah. This is the statement from Harvey Weinstein. This is when he spent, when, when they said, hey, man, uh, what about all these chicks? I came of age in the 60s and I 70s. I told you, no, 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 no. I already read the whole thing. But basically, no, no, no. What this basically means is, you're, no, 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 no. This basically means, this basically means watch Mad Men. If you watch Mad Men, you will respect everything I am. I am John Hamm yeah. in the flesh. Yeah. He is basically saying, "You see John Hamm, Madman, that's me." That's how. That's how I see myself in the mirror. Read that last line in the first fucking sentence again. I wish I could see myself What's in the mirror and see John Hamm. Come on, man. Again, I can't remember exactly, but it goes something like. One year one ago. <laughs> I began organizing a $5 million foundation to give scholarships to women directors at USC. Yeah. While this may, might, might seem, might seem coincidental, it has been in the works for a year. Uh, over a year. It will be named after my, my mom. mom, and I won't disappoint her. Yeah. Wait, are you saying that he began on behalf of himself or on behalf of the Weinstein Company? Who did? He did. He the did, five million dollar on the his own shit. Okay. His brothers don't have anything to do with it, I don't think. Maybe, maybe in the theater. You know, they might have put some money in because it's probably gonna cost a lot to put a theater together. Gross though, huh? Weird, weird ass letter, coked out ass letter, huh? I didn't actually think that you like you walked around in your bathrobe, masturbating. Don't like. I heard about that shit, though, back in the day, man. I'm telling you. That shit in the 90s was not a fucking foreign thing. I no, but they're like, the people coming out being like, dude, as long as you avoid him, you're cool. Yeah. It's like, were, yeah. whoa. Remember, whoa. There were, remember women would be like, yeah, so I'm just, I, I, like, I just don't just, like being around Harvey. <laughs> that just makes me feel bad for people, for the women who had to. No, they didn't. Who again. had to, or eventually, like, they had to get, in, yeah, had to kind of interact career. with him. Yeah. It's like, yeah, your career's on the line. It's like, Ashley Judd and he ever heard Rose said like the one that really broke him was sex lies and videotape. Ugh. That broke him? That's the one that like made Miramax like a oh, fucking yeah, 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 yeah. was sex lies and videotape for sure. And it's just so apt. You know what I mean? 
Oh, Miramax. Dang it, man. Miramax made some good shit, too. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Uh, Goodwill Hunting. Reservoir Dogs. Good movies. Fuck. Speaking, okay, anyway. Well, two more, two things is good. Well, we can talk about they movies. Oh, or we talk about fantasy football. I, I don't we can take a quick break or something? Well, we can do both. Um... What Let's talk you? about fantasy football for half a second because I don't know shit about football. So if we no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Break. Okay, you talk about like you people. What, what fantasy sports is? You pretty much like you set up your own lineup. You, you draft players, actual athletes. Yeah, you make it's it. like a role playing. But here's game. the thing: like fantasy baseball, 162 games. It's a lot of input and a lot of t- time. The difference cool. with like and like NBA is like you know it's going to be three or four games a week. Yeah, football is like football, 13 fucking once games. a week, 16 with four months. It's actually perfectly designed for gambling. Exactly. That's why it sucks. So well, I don't know. It, it's it, I don't know what made it for what. Well, what came well. first, the gambling or the? Well, because you know the rules have changed. So. You know. All right. Fuck it. Let's put on some music. <clears throat> Sometimes 
MutinyRadio.fm. Good grief. Let the good times roll, man. So apparently a school district is uh, pulling um, To Kill a Mockingbird from their reading list. Uh, again this year? Again? The, the reason is year. The reason is it makes people uncomfortable. There's nigger in the book, right? And uh, so I saw this retweet by Atticus Goldfinch. That's, That's the point. No. That's the point of the fucking book. It yeah. is to make people uncomfortable. It yeah. talks about racism. Yeah. And the justice system. And so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway. They do it every year. Check out the Tom Sawyer list. I'm sure that's on there, too. Uh, recently, ABC News. Uh, this week was George Stephanopoulos. Nikki Haley says that the Trump's decision to uh, to pull, away, pull out of the Iran deal um, sends the perfect message to North Korea. There you go. So the reason why we're pulling out of the Iran nuclear deal, which affects several other countries, is so that we could go neener neener to North Korea. <laughs> neener neener North Korea. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, recently in uh, State of the Union on CNN, the Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, after uh, Trump openly has expressed that he has castrated Rex Tillerson, has had to confirm on live TV. Yeah, Trump? He castrated the fucking this Secretary of Defense. This is from Defense. CNN. This is from CNN. Tremendous respect for you. He speaks highly of you all the time. He says that you're one of the best things about the cabinet. Which but he happened. cut my dick off. <laughs> Sorry, there's a certain feed on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to it. But the idea is um, Senator Corker uh, was saying that Trump is castrating Rex Tillerson. And so Rex had to... Uh, That's so not a thing. He's a friend of he has tremendous respect for you. He speaks highly. He has tremendous respect for you. Uh, he speaks highly of you. Yeah, go on, go on. But he cut your dick off. So he hired he hired him as the Secretary of State. Uh, yeah. And Donald Trump did, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, or Mike Pence or who fucking knows? Some and, somebody uh, hired him. Yeah. Aye. Aye. I'm just here's the thing. I'm just afraid if he ever comes near California, who uh, that, uh, Trump? Oh, he he's coming. He's like Christmas. That motherfucker's showing up. Gosh darn it! But he'll be all right. He'll show up to L.A. or some horse or fucking. You know, if he shows up anywhere, he's going to Sacramento, and like Bakersfield, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. He said president has quote he's gonna speak about those little people he cares about so much uh so this is jake tapper uh uh, uh, talking interviewing uh, rex to listen okay what's your response to that all right he said the president has quote castrated you before the world stage that's his word not mine what's your response to that well as i indicated earlier jake i think this is an unconventional president he uses unconventional communication tools he uses unconventional techniques to motivate change and for people that have been around washington a long time this is a place that you know better than i you've been here longer than i have this is not a place that likes to change it actually enjoys the status quo the last thing anyone likes to do in this town is make a decision because when you make a decision you're suddenly accountable for that decision true and so the president is is out trying to motivate people to change whether it's on health care with his executive action he recently took to 
Yeah, we'll skip that through. Blah blah blah. What, what did he call him? Oh yeah, he called, called him, him a moron. A fucking moron. I think he called him a guy with no balls. A fucking moron. Called him a fucking moron. I mean, basically, the idea is that Rex Tillerson, he answered John like Kelly, a guy with uh, no balls. Chief of Staff John Kelly and Secretary of Defense General uh, Mattis are the only three people that are keeping the world from total chaos. Oh, thank goodness. Well, thank God we got those three guys. Phewie. Thank God we got those three guys. Those are the stalwarts of of greatness, everybody. Of humanity as a fucking forward-facing front. <laughs> Wait, does Harvey Weinstein have children? I'm I'm pretty sure. I think he I think he was he might have been married once. I'm not the man I thought I was, and I better be that man for my children. Wait, what does he have to do? I mean, that's a, that's a strong line for. I mean, he has to have some children, and he has to have like. Oh, you know who's super funnier? Even funnier than this shit. The fucking like assistant coach to the Miami Dolphins. Who oh, Chris Foster. <laughs> Why bring up his video? Oh, I've been his I've been, video I've been, is. I've been, I've been, I've been learning about that all. all That's long. my favorite I, video. I can't wait to get back to you, baby. I've been waiting baby. to talk to you about this shit for a minute. That's the I only shit to get I back know about to you. football. I love you. Bring up, bring up his video. Bring up, uh, uh, that shit is on tape, dog, and that shit is so funny. I have to tell you, people. He's got and three this is lines not from sketched out in front of him. I, I really bring say, up the video. I really bring say, it up. Bring up the video. Bring it up. He's got three lines in front of him. Bring it up. <laughs> Miami assistant coach video, dog. That's all you got to find. It'll be a guy hunched over a table. <laughs> there he is, dog. Oh, shit. Here we go. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? Whoa! Oh, fucked up that dollar bill. Whoa! You got. Whoa! That is. Oh, man. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, listen. Back up the video. Bring it, bring it back to the top. Go back to the top. Listen to what he's talking about. Remember, this guy's married. Hey, babe. Miss you. Thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? Talking to this girl. Yeah, I know. Girl. There's this big green swelling, but I miss you. I miss you a lot. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, dog. <laughs> you know why he was always hired. That's a good time coach, dog. Hey, man. I got that assistant coach playing. That motherfucker's been in the league since 1992. That motherfucker's been playing since the NSCNES was fucking debuted. Right? <laughs> it was Nintendo, and then it was my man right there. Bam. <laughs> He's okay, like, cause I saw. I mean, cause I've been. It's gonna I've be a hearing, long time since I've been I'll see you next time, every, girl. No, cause I've been hearing talk about this video. I just didn't actually. <laughs> that video's the shit. How do you like that shittily rolled bill? <laughs> it's at twenty. That's good, hanging out like a flip flap. Dude, there's so many things wrong with that. 
so many things wrong with this video. What do you mean talking about this girl? What? I thought he was married. One thing is that it's a video. <laughs> I thought he was that's married. The, that's, the wrong, that's the first wrong thing about this, is that there's a video. Yeah. yeah. He sent it to his girl? His uh, -girl you, it doesn't girl. matter. You would never even take a selfie of yourself doing <laughs> coke. Why you take a selfie of your... Of you, no one game. does this. No one. <laughs> no one in their right mind... Well, okay. No, 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 no. That's the thing. He's See. Not. He's on his coke mind. So, we've talked about this Harvey Weinstein letter, this and we've seen this Chris Furster video. I told you about this. Disclaimer, people. You gotta check yourself whenever you Before do you anything. yourself, whenever dog. You, whenever you are high on cocaine, you have to remember... Do not videotape your ass There are so cocaine. many things that you feel you could do and get away with. Taping yourself is not one of them. Or sexually har harassing women for 40 and years. uploading the shit to your girl. Watch that shit again. Watch no, how funny why? That is. It's so funny. It's terrible. He doesn't even cut it up, like, cut it up finely well, enough. That's why, he that's he why, shit about that's why the you chunks. see particles falling off. Like, look, look at these big chunks. It's like, <laughs> he talks shit about chunks. Watch him. It's so funny. I can watch him. What do you think, Chris? It's going to be a while before we can do this again. Because I know you're going to keep that baby. But I think about you when I do it. I think about how much I miss you, how high we get together, how much fun it was. So much fun. The last little bit before I go to the Is that a good puppy? You think? I think not. I wish I was looking at this. Hey man, you know everybody falls in love sometime. Is this what we're gonna? Be, this is I didn't know that we were gonna be talking about this. Hey, I'm a big Miami Dolphins fan. What would you expect? Well, you're a big Miami Dolphins fan. Since yeah, when were you since big Tecmo Miami Bowl. Dolphins fan? Since Tecmo Bowl, bro. Tecmo Bowl, they got so so. Who, Dan Marino's the shit. You if if you're not of, gonna play with Walter Payton, Dan Marino's the so other who you, motherfucker. What do you think of Kawana Nijay? I don't know who that is. The girl who uh, apparently is that his girl? Yeah, apparently. Let's see what that's all about. That's who he's talking to. Damn, son. Uh, I guess her. <laughs> that's weird. I can't. I, yeah, it's so weird. I, like, you know what's funny to me? Like, it doesn't make any sense. But like, check this out. In my head, I never see black girls doing cocaine, even though I know that they do it. Right? You know, wait, I didn't never what? see her crushing up a line wait, and wait, doing wait, it. Wait, 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 what the? Fuck? Like in my mind's eye, like that's never the thing my imagination goes to first. It's so weird. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, absolutely, that girl does cocaine. Absolutely. No, but you're like you I have this it's weird, not a stereotype you have in my this brain. Weird idea that like I just don't imagine black women doing cocaine. Yeah, because they ain't never got no money, so I never think about black broads doing cocaine. That's really why. I probably if, if there's a reason, that's the reason why. <laughs> Bitch ain't got no money. Bitch ain't doing no cocaine. Why the fuck is she doing cocaine? Holy shit! If she's doing cocaine, she's about to get her ass whooped. Some motherfucker about to come down ass. Oh no no, no no no! You you you're referring to powder cocaine? Yeah, like yeah yeah crack cocaine yeah for sure, but not not like powder cocaine. 
I never see a black woman doing cocaine. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. Right? It's, Everybody can do cocaine. It's an economics thing. Yeah, absolutely. I never see it like, oh, no. If she is, it's a, it's a problem. It's going to be a problem. Do you know what I thought? This is the this is the bad joke, man. It's a bad joke. But I saw that when I was thinking about the Chris Furster interview and thinking, it was like... Oh, so what is, that, what is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? So and the whole reason why she she released that video was she wanted to protest uh, discrimination. I don't know what you're talking about. And the reason why she released that damn video. Who is she? The reason why that video you saw the video. The reason why that video was then released. Which who? The 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 guy doing coke. The Miami Dolphins oh. guy. Oh, okay. What, the, what were you talking about the last 30 seconds? I didn't know what you were talking about. You said the video that was released. There's a lot of videos that are released. I, I, but what I, were I, the one video we were talking about? Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the reason, do you know the reason why it was released? Sure, something awful. She was protesting the NFL and its, and its discriminatory <laughs> practices. <laughs> That's weird. So my thinking was, so his doing, so the reasoning for her releasing the video and his doing coke, would you constitute that as white on white crime? Yeah. yeah sure, Thank you. Not? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, why not? I always have a weird thing about like when you see those like pasty white guys and it, it comes out that they're like super into black women. Dude, what about that dude? That dude's so into fucking black chicks and I, li- I like I, I appreciate the the white okay, so there's this guy I follow on Twitter. That he is the whitest, so pastiest white guy from Houston. But apparently and here's the thing, I didn't even know he was white because when I started following him, he sounded so damn black. Yeah. He sounded and he was like, I yeah, love black women. He's like retweeting and liking all these like beautiful black women. And I like I follow and he's like and I look at him and was like, he's a white guy. He's like a pasty, thin white guy. There you go. And he's like, wow. You know, he does not look like the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, same as Michael Rappaport. But he does not look like that guy? No, he's not like Michael Rappaport. But he kind of looks... Michael Rappaport's actually all right. Michael Rappaport, yeah, that guy, basically, he's a black albino. That's basically what he is. He's all right. He's better than this motherfucker. What were you talking about? Who's this gross fuck? Who were we talking about? black white guy oh no no no! i'm just saying that like you know you i appreciate the guy that the the white guy who digs black chicks i don't dig that guy whoever you're talking about that's gross i think it's kind of funny the whole jungle fever thing yeah i mean i don't appreciate it with the white guys with asian fever and all the you know the same fucking thing the yellow fever the malaria agent broad yeah what was was that fucking fetish yeah i know yeah, just because I like to fuck underage chicks, but I can't fuck underage chicks, so I'm going to fuck these fucking chink chicks. <laughs> like, gross. <laughs> That's fucking gross. I don't like that shit. Man. I don't, I don't like white guys that are... I don't Man. Like, I'm not a... Why did you have to get, like, under... Why just the, like, bring an underage thing? What the fuck is that? Well, that's why. That's part of it. Because they got small tits and shit, and so it's like underage feeling. I'm just watching the clock. <laughs> 
fucking play the music. No, no, no. You were like, no, no, no. Because you're all about these fetishes, and you're like, I'm. I don't know if I was supposed to try to get us out of this whole thing with sexual perversions. No, nope. <laughs> nope, I was just bringing it up, man. I was like, I'm trying to get us out of. Like, let's talk, talk about like rotisserie chicken and fantasy football. No, I don't get that no. Let's just let's, let's, let's stick with the sexual perversions and the underage and then the, and then the and the Asian Asian fetish, fetish that looks like kids. You know, let's, let's stick with gross. this. Let's just stick with pederasty. That's so gross. People are disgusting. <clears throat> Stay in school. <laughs> Stay in school and get pederasty. Respect your vets. Pay your teachers. Respect your parents and respect your teachers. <laughs> Well, I, no, I didn't say respect. I said respect your vets. What does that mean? I don't know. It could be veterans or veterinarians. But either way, you probably should respect them. I don't know what that means. But, I don't know but it's like stay in school. It's like stay in though. school. It's like general... general um, it's like a gen- GED type shit. No, no, it's just a general kind of positive affirmation of what, you know, you know. Oh. Help, your, help your community. Yeah? Yeah. That's nice. Hug your pastor. Aw. But 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 you let you first you first yeah don't let him hug you first though. No, let him hug you first. <laughs> you say that in such a, like a sleepy like let him hug you first. What your pastor? Past- no, no yeah. your pastor. Yeah, let him hug you first. <laughs> Wait till he's finished and then hug him back. We're going from underage kids to um, priests. We're getting. I said, hug your pastor. We got two and a half minutes. Yeah. We got two and a half minutes. Let's bring it home. Let's bring it home. So awful. No, no, we got half an hour. Holy shit! Why? Why we have half an hour? Yeah. Damn you. Welcome back. It's good seeing you. Wait, so. Um, huh? We talked about hermaphrodites, and wait. Um, I got a long ways to talk about that. Wait, so the, the guys with 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 pussies, did they have like mustaches and stuff? Yeah, they'd be a guy. They had like mustaches and yeah, or the other had, way around. There was like pubic hair in those magazines back then, huh? There was all kinds of pubic hairs. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was like bush time. It was weird when there wasn't. That's how pornos went back in the... Uh, but that's how some pornos ended up in the woods. I will cop to a couple of fucking pornos being thrown into the woods from being discussed. Like, I'm not reading Preggers Monthly, and I'm not checking out Stump Month. So that shit's out, guy. So, like, there would be some regular I'm sorry, what there. is the name of that magazine? Like, Stump Month. S-T-U-M-P? Month. Month? Yeah. Nice. And then Preggers Monthly. <laughs> That's the actual name of the magazine, yep. Preggers? Yep, Preggers Monthly. You don't, you don't have to be uh, coy with it. No. They say it and they show it. <laughs> you know what it's about. You see what's on the cover, motherfucker. Big ass pregnant naked hey, belly. Hey. You're about to get off, son. There's some people. And I mean, the reason, hey, hey, you, hey, I'm not here. He's knocking the people who like that stuff. I'm just laughing because of his experience. Yeah, man. It. 
Hey, man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. There are people That's who would what like I it. always said. That's what I always say. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> Why this sound? is the resale market. This you is sound, already gone out re- for sale. You're talking about something like that happened to you 20 to years the ago. Stores to be resold. I can talk. The no, here's market. the thing. I can talk about like traumatizing shit that happened to me 20 years ago. It appears that the, seeing intersects or like hermaphrodites in, <laughs> in yeah, the in woods <laughs> must have traumatized you. <laughs> No, it didn't traumatize me. You're I talking just, about it now over 20 I find years. It, I find it I'm going to tell you about the time in high school I was in the woods. And I saw. I'm talking about that something interesting to me. The idea that hermaphrodites in all of this whole horseshit, new word, intersex bullshit have not been brought up once. I think they call themselves intersex now. Well, I don't know. Exactly. What's it's like they, like they call themselves African-Americans. I told you. That shit was yeah, the call 90s. Not, I never called myself African-American. I've been black since that's shit that was yeah, on you my ever birth call your, Did you ever call yourself Negro? Yeah. It's on my birth certificate. Yeah, yeah. So the generation before you called, you, called, you, called, you guys, you guys exactly. were called. Yeah. So, it's so just, nobody asked for this shit. No, it's but it's like not as if you don't think. a hermaphrodite no. suddenly is now intersex no but after so many years the, the 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 common name i still name don't like african-american i don't give a fuck how many years it is all right negro i'd rather have that shit than african-american it sounds like some shit you put on your taxes sounds good bro yeah it's horse shit okay tell it to your congress i don't yeah exactly and i can't tell nobody shit so it doesn't matter <laughs> but like I said, that's the same. So you just have something with wrong that. with the term intersex? No. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Me personally, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I think you're stupid. Oh, thank you. I think. I think. Well, I don't know. Hermaphrodite. Well, I don't know if you want to call yourself hermaphrodite or intersex. You can call yourself whatever you want, can't you? Oh, by the way, I was gonna say there's a good novel by Jeffrey Eugenides. Uh, who wrote The Virgin Suicides? If you're interested, read Middlesex. It is about a character who is raised. Uh, who is an hermaphrodite? <clears throat> raised a, uh, a girl and then a boy. No, no, raised a boy. No, raised a girl and then and when she when he or she is fifteen, relearns that she is a boy and then um, spends the rest of his life as a as a guy. Sounds like a good book. Interesting. It's a very interesting book. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where if I still have. I may have given it away, but it's a very good book. Very good read. Jeffrey Eugenides. He's a very good writer. Right. Check it out. Yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like that, that, like that's like the one book I've heard of that's like interesting and on that topic. Middlesex, I mean? yeah. Like I'm, I'm just interested in where their voice something is. In your, something in your throat. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it was a. Uh, I was just interested in where their voice is in this whole fucking like debate about where your sex can lie and you know. Like I said, there was, there was no such thing as well. There was surgery that you could get to. There was Christina in fucking Switzerland and shit. So like, yes, you could have sexual reassignment surgery, but it was so rare, as opposed to now where it is, you know, insured by the fucking U.S. military. You know what I mean? Not anymore. Or at least it was. So like, but you know what I mean? It's 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 around enough to have that be even a thing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's pretty fucking in the damn 
forefront of the news in the world as opposed to what it was when I was growing up, for sure. Well, I think there's a, there's a huge change nowadays that you actually were able to recognize I think it's that there, is, there are rights, or at least there's a voice given to that community that wasn't around back when we were growing up. You know, you didn't have an intersex or hermaphrodite lobby that you're I'm talking about sure now. I'm not sure there is a hermaphrodite lobby. Well, I think they're intersex I know lobby. there's a gay lobby. I know there's a fucking... I know like, we talked about this before. They just lump them all these different sexualities together. The sexuality continuum. Do they? I don't think so. LGBTQMIA or whatever. MIA? TIA or whatever, yeah. TIA? Yeah. I don't know how it goes. Talked about this a few months ago. This is like bull crap. The last five letters is the ones that throw me. Just saying. They should be the OGs. LGBTQIAPK. Jesus. Yes. Okay. I know. What the? Oh my god, are you serious? Okay, L, G, L, L, lesbian, G, gay, B, bisexual, uh, T, transsexual, Q, queer, actually now it's referring to questioning. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, there's also P and K, K refers to kink. Uh, what? How the fuck do they get in there? That's not fucking. That's hold on. No, this is this is ridiculous. Just because you like kinky shit, you get to be gay too. That's weird. I like to fuck underage girls. <laughs> that's my kink. <laughs> Can I be gay too? What the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Okay, LGBTQQIP2SAA. Shut up. I kid you not, okay? Lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, the two Qs to cover queer and questioning. I for intersex or hermaphrodites. P for pansexual. Uh, 2S for two spirits. Uh, What's his face? A for asexual. A for allies. They also forget to mention there's apparently somebody, somebody, a friend from online who refers to himself as demisexual. Okay. Which means that he doesn't, he's not sexually attracted to anybody unless he actually has strong romantic feelings for that person. So basically, he doesn't develop any actual like strong. How is that a thing? I don't know, but apparently, there's a thing. It's not a fucking thing. That's yeah. Look it up, man. Apparently, it's a thing. I only fall for you if I feel romantically involved with you. Demisexual. As a person who does not experience sexual attraction unless they form a strong emotional connection with someone. <laughs> How weird is it? Whoa, that's not even a thing. It is a thing. That's not it's not a, a thing. thing. That is, that's, it's yeah, a thing. Yeah, it's always been a thing. Jesus Christ, that's so dumb. Ugh, that's, that's as stupid as intersex. It doesn't make any sense. LGBTQQIP2SAAD. AD. I like how you dropped that fucking D. D. Yeah, I mean, you gotta add that in there, apparently. Throw that D. Why don't you play for me? All about that D, right? No, no, no. No? No. Um, Anyway. Yes, well. Yes, well. I don't know what you're looking at. I don't know. Apparently, it was basically they're explaining all the different various 
LGBT. Q, uh, all these things. I don't know. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. All good stuff. Well, here, what you were saying, what I'm saying is that they just lump them all together and that's a political lobby. You know, of course. They all have different sexual like preferences, but apparently because you have a sexual preference that's not heterosexual, apparently it just lumps you in as something that's other. Kink can be absolutely heterosexual. It oh, doesn't yeah. make any sense, kink. It's so stupid that it's on that list. Oh, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But you're just ref- they're just referring to something that's not normative heterosexuality. Which is basically something that's It's not usually just heightened versions of normative sexuality, or or not. Either way, who mm. get that doesn't fucking... What do you... Anyway. Well, I don't know. Is it the problem? Like, at some point, by it's labeling stupid everything... stupid is the problem. Like, is labeling and categorizing everything yeah. the problem? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a good start to the fucking problem. It's stupid. That's the other part. Like, why, why do you get a fucking rights group? You like, I, I, I like to get handcuffed. So you know, man, the fucking people around. Well, some here, people wanted to make a point, right? Hold up. You should have rights anyway. That. It's not even a thing. It's not like anybody's out here fucking trying to kick down the doors of people with. They used to kinks. Yeah, they don't anymore. They used to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of caught up in the homosexuality part of the fucking bit. That's the only one they were cracking down on. They're not cracking down on people fucking underage girls. If they did, they'd shut down half of Hollywood. Right? If you're like. I remember growing up and like listening to fucking R. Kelly's first record and being like, this is awful. And this guy is gross <laughs> because his first fucking song is like, my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Fucking bump and grind, fucking 12 play gross shit. And the whole shit was yeah, gross. The, whole, the, the only thing I thought that could be worse was him ending up on Space Jam soundtrack. And, like, I can't believe... Because he is the model citizen. Gross. He is for kids. And people just... He is for kids. him up as if... R. Kelly is for kids. That's how people eat him up. It's so crazy to me. R. Kelly is kid-friendly. On that song, yeah. <laughs> right? So gross. Somewhere in the middle of a cornfield, <laughs> away from. <laughs> so gross. People like like they never read a Jet magazine in their life. I've he never read. Very, I have never read Jet magazine girl. in my life. What yeah. are you talking about? There you go. That's your problem. <laughs> oh, I didn't know about R. Kelly and his That's sexual why didn't proclivities. Know about Cosby. That's why I didn't know about R. Kelly. All I didn't know about Bill Cosby and his sexual proclivities. Yes, all that shit was in Jet magazine. And you guys didn't, you, you people didn't speak up? No. Why? Because he's a rich brother. That's it. And it's hard as fuck to Wow, make you know, here's world. the thing. Welcome to how politics work. Because you see how people say, look at Trump. He's a bastard. No, but you know what? You see any white, pr- you, you think you see them. any white man come up against him? No. Why? Because he's a rich white man. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. how it works. So, like, I'm surprised that people are surprised by any of this shit. Like Jim Carrey. <clears throat> what the heck did he up. do? 
Well, beside his fucking dead ex-wife that suicide. He's a weird motherfucker. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, creepy, creepy shit. He's just a creep. Didn't he not vaccinate his kids because he was married to like Jenny McCarthy? I don't know. Something like that. He's gross. Jenny McCarthy's hot though. She was hot. Not hot enough not to vaccinate my children. Well, you're not. I'm not. That's a whole other question of whether or not you would have kids with Jenny McCarthy. No, you don't ever want to have children with Jenny McCarthy. That'd be the worst. I think she'd be like fun to just shoot the shit. You don't have to be like as long as you don't pay child support. I think she may have been fun to shoot the shit out in the '90s. I think it's been a long fucking ways from her being fucked. Hey, you know what? That's the problem. That's what happened when you I'm knocked her up guessing. in the 90s. Right? Do you think Hey, so? hey, that's what happened if you knocked her up in the 90s. You'd be like, okay, I had this fun, fun girl from like singled out and stuff. It'd be like, oh yeah, hell yeah. And Playboy Playmate. And then all of a sudden she becomes a mom. You're like, fuck. What happened to the Playmate? You got her pregnant. Damn it. <laughs> You're too stupid to not know how jism works. Damn it. Should have gotten that condom before. before. Should have gotten that condom, dog. (laughs) Fucking fuck around and have no immunized kids with fucking waterheads. Are you on on the pill? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Okay. It's all good. Your kids are never going to be. I'll just let you know if I pull. I just just look right before. Oh. Yeah, your kids are just going to be running raw naked in this world. (laughs) <laughs> what, why? Why? You're paying child support. They gotta get clothes. These kids, your kids are gonna get fucking autism from. <laughs> they have to be clothed. It's so stupid. Why are we talking about the consequences of the 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 parental uh, arguments? You would, the parenting arguments you would have if you if you and Jim McCarthy had a love child. Oh, because I was talking about Jim Carrey. <laughs> Wait, did those two hook up or something? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I thought so. When did that happen? In the 90s. I thought they were together. In the 90s. Everything happened just in blame the Blame it on the 90s, bro. It used to be you blame it on the 80s. I used to love... I used to, to be blame things on the 80s, but now you just blame things on the 90s? I used to love the shit like in the 90s when like rappers and shit would be like, In the 90s, nigga. <laughs> okay. Relationships. Did he ever see. fuck around with Danny McCarthy? Let me see. I could totally be wrong. He's been married twice? Yep, one of um, them died. Yeah. Well, she murdered herself. No, not the wife. The girlfriend. Her girlfriend, not her wife, though. Oh, they Oh, they were for five years. Carrie. Bam! I told you. Yeah, blew years out. That is more or less the sound that he made when he came inside her. <laughs> yeah, I would too. She was super. You were there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was videotaping it. Bam. <laughs> You're like. So funny. Emerald. Em- <laughs> Everybody's smoking. Like Emerald Agassi. Bam. Oh, I thought he was just going to be smoking. Whatever the fuck he says in those movies. Wow, she was married to Donnie Wahlberg? Yep. I think that's a retarded child. Sweet. 
Which McCarthy would you go for? Jenny or Melissa? <laughs> Shut up. What? What do you mean go for? Like Mary? I'm going fucking Melissa. Are those two to hang out with all day? Fuck off, Jenny McCarthy. That would be the worst fucking. Well, it's not like you'd want to like go shopping with her. Jesus you Christ. said who you gonna be with? That's some long term ass gonna be in the room. We gonna have to fly together. All that horse shit. Fuck off. She can go die. I'd rather have somebody make me laugh. I'm going for Je- uh, Melissa McCarthy. She's a hot piece of ash. But come on now. She's fucking nuts. It's gotta be the worst. Like, after a while, like, she's probably cool for, like, ten minutes of conversation at most. And after that, it's just this fucking brutal fucking... Ugh. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 so apparently, um, uh, uh, Katriona White's mother, Bridget Sweetman, filed a wrongful death lawsuit. And in it, uh, Sweetman's attorney states that Carrie had undergone a test for STIs. Are you talking about uh, Jim Carrey's uh, girlfriend? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, purposely. No regular. No, this is this is this is the allegation. The yeah, al- the allegation. Yeah, right. Now here's the thing. Let's just let you know, allegations aren't necessarily true. They just have to be refuted. Yeah. They'll be taken as true if there's no refutation. Yeah. Um, positive for Hep A, HSV, uh, one and two. Yeah. How did you get one and two in the same place? <laughs> Cause he's got it like that. Damn, man! Even when you're, dude, you got you got you got wait until you stop bleeding. What? Wait until what? you stop. You wait until you stop what? having wounds, and then you're gonna have safe nah, sex. Nah, man, my man's busy, dog. And chlamydia and the clam. Gotta get and the clap. Clap, clap, wow. chlamydia, clap, clap, chlamydia. Wow. Yeah, guy. Oh, you know what might you know what you might want to wow, do? Wow, you know you would have to, here's the thing. You'll be funny is that No, 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 no. This, by having this you basically <laughs> how about, how about you, you assume yourself? you assume that he's been sleeping around. What happens if he just slept with one girl who had all of that? If it's just one girl. Well, you know he did. It ended up being his ex Oh, get the heck out of here. Get the heck out of here. What if there is one? It's called her. Oh, he just came. <laughs> Full circle. Gross. Told you, he's fucking gross. And then people are wondering, boy, he's so weird. Yeah, no. He's fucking weird. Carrie was a transcendental meditation practitioner. He now professes to be a Christian. Oh, oh, I he was surprised the, yeah. if, like, next week you're like, I want to stick my dick in light bulbs and shit. Because it makes me feel the glow. Oh, the whole vaccination thing? Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw, I mean, because I, I binged watch Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller's bullshit. This is BS oh, yeah. on Showtime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I back in the aughts. You may, I mean, here's the in thing. Okay, if there's a. The only part of the reason why I'm slightly libertarian is because of Penn and Teller. They're they're libertarians, so I kind of I kind of like go along with their kind of style. <clears throat> yeah, but you're not like a really oh no fuck that. I'm not like Ra- Ra- Rand Paul. You can't Ron be a white Paul. guy libertarian because you're not a white guy. No, that, Wait, just that's be, full libertarian. Are you saying that the only other possible f- politics I can be is communist because I'm Chinese? No. 
We've had a lot of guests on today, man. We've that had must mean that you. We've had Zach hey, Weinstein. Hey, hey, you, you guys, your Weisman, people, Ma- Malcolm Weisman, X, Weinstein, James Baldwin. You guys probably have to be a communist too. I'm not. Well, that's the only other possible government you can have. I'm an American. Because the white people have all the other ones. I hate to tell you, I'm American. Oh, we're commies? That's new. That is new. That is new to us. I didn't know this. If that's the case, uh, uh, can I get my free health care? And can I get my education, my tuition payments back? I want my tuition payments back. All right. Meet new radio.fm. Hey! Hey! As we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it. I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet to 
despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorneyfjs.com. Again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The Night Space brings you high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring high time story time every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Story Time Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. Let's 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't. I put a spell on you. Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else, too, every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll bet never be better than me. You'll you, never be better than me. you never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy-ish. But you're going to do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're going to enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink, drink around the corner somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to Happy Hour every Friday from 6 to 8 with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the Edge of Insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> 